Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 204. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled that you took the time to be back here with me today. In today's episode, we're talking about creating an energetic workspace that you can really thrive in, which it feels a little funny for me talking about this topic for a couple reasons. Number one, it's not my usual area of expertise to be talking about design or decorating or, you know, things around your workspace. So it's a little bit off topic for me. And also, I actually struggled with this problem up to very recently, and it was only through transforming my own workspace that I realized how critically important this is. So bear with me here because we're not talking about business growth strategy. We're not talking about sales or marketing mindset or productivity today, but the topic impacts each and every one of those, which is why I felt that it dropped in nicely to our portfolio of episodes. So the high the level of success that you want to create and achieve in your business or in your life, the more closely you have to manage your energy. And what you'll find is as you go up the echelon of success and successful people, the more focused and the more precise and intentional they are about everything about their business, everything about their life. And your workspace just so happens to be one of those things, which I personally did not really understand or comprehend fully until very recently. You see, most businesses are started either at the kitchen table, in the basement, in the garage, or in a spare bedroom. And many individuals now work from home. So whether you're an employee, a network marketer, a full-time entrepreneur, a full-blown business owner that has an office, this episode applies to you. The trend is, is that more and more companies and more and more businesses are creating a virtual workforce, which makes sense because it goes with the flexibility and the dynamic of our evolving climate for business and our culture. So chances are, no matter who you are listening to this show today, if you don't work from home already, you're probably going to be at some point in the very near future. It's just where things are going. So what I want to help you guys to do today is one, recognize the importance of the energy field in the space that you work in. And two, I want to give you some very specific tips on what I want you to go back and revisit your workspace through the lens of so that you can identify some ways that that you can increase your energy, raise the energy of your space, and ultimately create a business growth incubator where you sit every day instead of a low energy stagnant place where you feel like you have to plug in and go through that routine once again, right? So we really want to look at that through a new lens and ask ourselves, you know, is our space sabotaging our success or is it supporting us accomplishing our goals and dreams? 
So when you're starting your space and when you first moved into whatever space you're in, whether it's business, home office, uh, an extra table in the corner of the dining room, whatever it is, in the beginning, you're, you're selecting a small space that's created for function and typically it's the smallest space you can find that's going to have the most minimal impact and disruption to the flow of your house or to your overall space, which that's all well and fine and good, but you have to think about it from the standpoint of this. It's what you put into something is what you get out of something. And how seriously you take something is what you can expect back from it. So if you're trying to build a million dollar business, but you're not willing to go spend a couple hundred dollars to upgrade your workspace, there's something out of alignment there in the worthiness uh, value orientation that doesn't exactly send the right message to the universe about what you're trying to attract or create. And I had this all wrong to begin with because I started off that way too. And I had to really up-level my energy and my space in order to start generating the kind of results that I wanted. And also in order to have the creativity and the energy and the uplift in my thinking that was necessary to achieve our goals. I started the process of really transforming my office back a couple months ago. And it's been a constant evolution and process. And I'm still working on adding to it because I'm trying to be extremely intentional about each and everything that I put in the space and the way that it's designed and what it represents. But I can tell you that each time I add a new element to the space that has meaning and that's put there by design and intention, it immediately impacts my energy. This morning I walked into my office and I saw new beautifully framed professional pictures of my daughter and my family hanging on the wall and fresh flowers and a brand new plant I just bought. And I can tell you that immediately, the second I walked in my office, I had a big smile on my face. I felt positive. I felt energized. It got me excited right? I moved all of my recording equipment and my standing desk to face out the window. So right now as I'm recording this, I'm looking out at beautiful rolling hills in front of me, beautiful trees, green grass, flowers coming up, and it keeps me inspired and excited. Literally, you can probably feel the energy in my voice as I'm recording this because I'm absorbing everything that I'm visually processing right? So I had this all wrong and I'm here to admit it and I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did. It matters, right? I think sometimes we think we're machines. I think I thought that about myself a little bit, you know, that we're machines and we're so focused that, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if we're working at an old table or an old chair or a bunch of things we just kind of threw together, you know, that's not true. You know, there's energy to every single piece that surrounds you. There's energy to the way that your desk is laid out. There's energy to the organization of your stuff, whether it's clean or whether it's cluttered, whether you have beautiful paintings on the walls or bare, boring walls with no energy. And all of these things ultimately impact our energy, our our creativity, our focus, right? And so my goal today is to really bring this to light for you guys and say, hey, you know, the weather's changing. It's just about to be spring. Now's the time to clear out the old and bring in the new and, you know, take a little bit of kind of uh, stock of what are you looking to do with your business or your life or whatever you use your office space for and 
are you giving it the opportunity to support you and catapult you or is it low energy and actually distracting and disengaging when you go to take a seat or when you go to you know uh, get get started with your work day right so we often don't realize how much energy a space carries and that sometimes that could actually be working against us versus for us. So we're going to talk about some powerful tips to transform your workspace from low energy, barely functional to high energy business incubator to help you achieve your goals. So get out your pen and we're going to dive right in here. Number one, personalization and customization. No matter how compact your space is, own it. Love it, right? Don't make it an assembly of old stuff that just so happened to be lying around that you didn't want or need anymore or that was left over in the garage. Put together a workspace and you can do this affordably. You know, you can go to Home Goods or TJ Maxx or any one of those, you know, wholesale stores and very affordably construct a beautiful space at any budget range that is going to be personalized to you that you selected and that you chose that makes you feel a certain way when you are in it. And that doesn't matter whether it's a big office or just a desk in the corner, whatever it is, right? So number one is make it personalized, make it custom, no matter how compact it is, instead of having it be an assembly of leftovers, you know, be intentional and choose the things that you have there. Okay. And even if you only have a small desk that's in like a corner or something um, downstairs in your general living space, even how you have your desk set up, go get some high-end accessories. Go get some beautiful things for organization that go on top of your desk. Go get an upgraded chair that you really love. These little things make such a substantial difference in how you feel when you go to approach your work day. So that's number one. Number two, no clutter, absolutely no clutter. Your desk should literally have nothing on it at the end of the day, every day. If every day you have a rule that when you wrap up your work day, your desk is completely clean, completely clear, then you come into the day every single day with a clean slate and a new opportunity to be the best that you can be versus a carryover of a bunch of crap that you didn't get to or that you did halfway uh, from the day before. So if you have that goal, it forces you to keep your notes organized, to you know utilize your calendar, to not have a thousand post-its everywhere, to really be more disciplined about how you're managing your to-do list. We use Basecamp, so it's all done online which I recommend for you guys as well. Okay, so no clutter um, and have that end of day rule that every day at the end of the day you're going to walk with a totally clean and clear space that's going to be um, con constructive and supportive in improving and impacting your productivity. Number three, select and create pieces that trigger positive emotion. So I talked about what that was for me, right? So I selected some beautiful flowers. I put out a plant. I put out framed, beautiful blown up pictures of my family, my daughter. And so for me, I walked in and immediately I saw that and, you know, it triggers an emotion. It makes me feel a certain way. And it's a picture right on the wall of my why that gets me excited and motivated to do what I'm doing and to remember why I'm doing it. 
Okay. So select pieces that trigger positive emotions, big or small. So just because I'm spread out and I'm, you know, on a wall and I've blown up family pictures doesn't mean that you can't have a small frame picture on your desk if you're in a smaller space, right? Or maybe it's time to update the pictures. Maybe you do have pictures of your family, but they're old or they're, they've been there so long you don't even notice them anymore. Maybe it's just time to update them with newer ones or refresh the frames with something a little bit different, right? So, you know, pieces that trigger positive emotions are so, so important. Um, everybody has a certain style that they love, certain things that bring them comfort. I love candles. I love picture frames. I have certain things that I really personally enjoy. And so I have them around my space, right? So whatever that is for you, take some time and, and recreate those things that you love that bring you comfort and, and, you know, create a space that reflects your personality. Number four, something living. So we talked about this already. We know that there are all kinds of mental and physical positive outcomes of having plants in your workspace. So whether you want to get a big standing plant on the floor or always keep some fresh flowers, there's a lot of plants that will live uh, with very low maintenance that clean the air, help with stress reduction, um, and and are going to create, again, uh, more positivity to your space. So get something living in your space. The fifth one is color. So get a splash of color in your room, whether it's in the picture frames, the flowers, the plants, the pillows, the chairs, you know, um, whatever it is, the books that you have on your shelf, find a way to add some color to your space that brings it alive and gives it energy. And I want you to think in everything that you're constructing here, your goal is to create a high energy space that's going to help you to yield a higher level of productivity, focus, and creativity. Number six, organization. Organization is so key. One of the big reasons I want to do this episode is because the timing of this is perfect for spring cleaning. Get all the junk, get all the paperwork, you know, get your files filed in a file box, you know, be neat and organized, you know, get rid of all the post-it notes and, you know, find a better, more efficient you know, way to keep yourself organized. You know, I I said that end of desk rule at the end of the night every night, but it's so important for you to be able to look around your space and have it feel clean and feel a sense of relief because it's very distracting, number one, when you have all kinds of, you know, disorganized clutter around. It's very distracting. It's very low energy. It, It makes you feel a sense of things being undone and out of place. And it's one more thing that can distract you into all kinds of little projects all the time because it's pulling your attention. And we know that the dilution of your focus is one of the number one killers of productivity. So even if you need to take a whole day and and focus that work day on organization and cleaning out the clutter and clearing out the old to make space for the new, that is well worth the time that you invest in it because the energy you will get back by not having your focus diluted is 10 times worth the value of that time you put into it. Number seven, I want you to incorporate a vision card or board. So for me, I keep my vision board right to the left of my standing desk um, that looks out my window and I am looking at it right now. It's tucked behind my chair that I sit in when I do a lot of my videos. So no one sees it except me. It's hidden from sight, but it's in a place where 
for example, when I'm recording, I can look at it and I can see everything that I'm working towards, my goals, my vision. And it's so important that you see that visual stimulus and reminder every single day because that's going to help your brain attach to that and seek answers and solutions and ways to help you to achieve those things, right? Even if you don't have a space where you can have a big vision board like that, you can absolutely have a vision card. And I love the vision card model. It's something I've done with many, many people where basically you take an oversized index card and you consolidate and condense your vision board down to that. And you literally can tuck that right under your keyboard of your computer or right under your laptop. So it doesn't matter. There's no excuses. There's no space that's too small or too big. If you have space for a laptop, you have space for a dream card and you want to have something every day that's in your line of sight that's going to remind you of what your why is, what you're working towards, why it's so important to achieve your goals. Number eight, you need a space for creativity, right? So for me, I tend to need to spread out. So I have two things in my in my office. I have a big five foot uh, whiteboard that I use for everything. It has always like our goals for the month, our big picture objectives for the year, what I have on my to-do list, what the big picture things that we're working on are, uh, reminders of critical things, um, a lot of things about our roadmap for success, all of that. Um, but I like to be able to every couple of days, wipe that completely clear, write it out again, make it up to date, you know, kind of adjust it as we make progress. And again, it keeps you focused and it gives you a space that you can spread out, be creative, map out, getting everything out of your head and and down in writing can really help you to clarify your thoughts, simplify your to-dos and get out of planning and into the doing. And that's what having um, a space for creativity will do for you. And then number nine is the ability to change positions. So I currently have four different kind of positions or little stations in my office for different things. Um, You know, a space for recording podcasts, a space for recording videos, my desk, a chair by my whiteboard, um, another little area with just family photos and, you know, other little knickknacks, reminders, things that, you know, I like to see and absorb all day, my organization space. So think about, you know, how do you want to set up your office in a way that you can change positions and have different little areas for different aspects of your business? And that, again, allows you to stay creative, stay focused, because sometimes when you're just in the same space, in the same position all day, every day, of course you get worn out and exhausted and distracted, right? So give yourself the opportunity to change things up, mix things up, you know, try something differently if you're feeling low energy one day, and that will make a huge difference difference for you in, um, you know, just just re-engaging. You know, sometimes we just need to re-engage in a different way, look at a problem from a unique position, and it makes a huge difference. So finally, I just want to remind you, and this is where I feel like I like missed the mark a little bit with this initially. You know, your space is a representation of you. It's a representation of your career and and the business, and, and you want to fill it with meaning. No matter how big or how small, and no matter how big or how little your budget might be, the, the space and the energy of the space represents what you're trying to create. 
And I missed the mark on that and, and I'll never go back. Now that I understand it and now that I see the impact that it's had on me updating and changing my office and really investing in creating a space that I love to spend time in, I'll never go back. But I didn't get it in the beginning. So when you walk into the space that you work in every day, whether it's your cubicle, a table, an office, a closet, your basement, your garage, whatever it is, you should have a certain feeling immediately upon entering it. And I want you to do that test today and I want you to see how your space makes you feel. And I want you to then decide what you need to do about whatever feeling you get when you walk into your space and assess it against those criteria that we just talked about. Okay, so you want to think about your personality. You want to think about the quality of what it is that you're trying to create, even the chair that you sit in. Um, you know, like I recognized a while back that the chair that I sat in was making me really uncomfortable, and it was like deterring me from wanting to go into my office. This was a couple chairs ago, and so even just making that one small change made a huge difference. So you know, think about getting a really comfortable chair or a nice standing desk. Um, but the bottom line is create a space where you want to be, where you're comfortable, inspired, and excited. Okay, so your workspace ultimately is going to have a massive impact on your productivity and your focus and the impact that you're making. So you have the choice of having a space that's either going to sabotage and distract or catapult you to achievement. And so I hope this episode planted some seeds for you. I wish I had heard this episode five years ago, which is why I thought it was important to bring it to you guys. No matter what stage or age you're at in your business journey, um, it's time to revisit that and see what you can do do to re-energize your space and make it a place that you can get excited about building and achieving your goals and dreams. So if you'd like some more awesome tips on productivity, how to revolutionize your time and really take advantage of every moment of every day as a high achiever in your business and life, I want you to text in. So you're going to put in the number 44222. So go ahead and switch your phone over now. In the number, you're going to type in 44222. And then in the message, you're going to type get productive. It's all one word, no spaces. Get productive. So in the to field, you're going to write 44222. In the message field, you're going to put get productive. And if you are interested in boosting your productivity and profits quickly, I highly recommend that you do this training. It's called the Time Mastery Revolution. It will ultimately have a massive impact on your productivity, your profits, your focus, your energy, where you spend your time. It's going to help you peel the onion back and uncover where you're wasting time and how to reallocate it to go further faster and accomplishing your goals. So one more time, you can get that training by typing in 44222 in the to field, get productive in the message, all one word, no spaces. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.